If you look at any man, anybody, they're all pieces of shit. They're all they're all sinning, bro. This is why we need God. Nah, bro, I'm a good guy. <laughs> nah, you sin all the time. I see it. No, I do not. Nah, bro, you almost cheated on your girl a few times. I was dead. Oh, relax. It's <laughs> a lie. Um, <laughs> Welcome into the podcast. Another episode of Living Large. Today's episode is just going to be me and my good boy George Jenko because you guys seem to like when we talk about nonsense. Speaking of nonsense, my ex-girlfriend from college came to stay with me this week, and she's engaged. With That's crazy. I'm actually shocked. Here, Listen, this is why I'm shocked. They're like 26, and they're married. It's no, like, they're engaged. I'm, yeah, but the same shit. It's like, <laughs> I can't believe that. Dude, think about why that. Why is That's that weird age. to you? Bro, we dated like five years My ago. mom always programmed in my head to get married at the age of 35. So like in, now I'm like... 35. Oh, so you're saying it's weird that they're going to get married at 26. Yeah, my mom and dad got married at a very young age, and they said that they still love each other. They just wish they got to experience life at a young age. So they've programmed in me, find somebody you love. That's fine. Explore the world, travel, do your thing. Don't tie yourself down so quickly. You're going to get married at 35? 35. My wife's going to be around 25. I've been doing good. I'm doing good for myself. But you're never going to like see your grandkids. Because what if your kid gets married at 35? Now, nah, my like, dad had kids when he was like 36. Me and him are like best friends. 35, 36. Yeah, but he doesn't have grandkids yet. Fuck grandkids. I don't know. <laughs> I like my kids, maybe. I don't know. Do you see yourself getting married? Because that was actually one of my next talking points. I was talking like, basically, George said it was weird that my ex-girlfriend from college came to stay with us with her current fiance, which it's like... It was five years ago, so I don't think it was that weird. Yo, my man, that's some white people shit. <laughs> the guy back there's like, yeah, I'm sorry, no, that, that's 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 weird to me, and I'll tell you why. No, I was just kidding about the white people shit, but <laughs> I, I think it's weird because of this. Like, fuck that. I am so jealous. I'm a jealous guy. Why? Because you're insecure. Not insecure, bro. Are you kidding me? Check my resume, dog. <laughs> uh, not that it, like I'm not. Listen, when I'm looking at the situation, I'm like, oh, he might be better and better than me. No, nah, I'm not thinking like that. I'm thinking like this guy was in love with my girl, and that and that at a time my girlfriend was in love with him. They had intimate moments. Why the frick would I want to be in a home in his home? with my girl like that's just that's like opening cans of worms that could possibly happen like you're a good guy but what if you were a piece of shit you don't know that you know what if you were trying to slide your way into there because here's the thing i've been in love in the past i i have shelly Schulten was my first actual love wow, first and last name oh shit sorry I was like, <laughs> but listen, she was <laughs> at shelly show uh no she was the first love of my life <clears throat> what i want to hang out with her and her new man. And her new man. No. Yeah, I feel what you're saying because, like, you're like, I'm nothing against could, her at you all. You could fear that there's going to be chemistry sparked up again. Of course, you love that person. Yeah, but I mean, that's all about intent, right? Like, like you said, I'm a good guy. My, I had no intent. Listen, and I'm, like, a, I'm a great guy. The reason I don't cheat is because I put myself in smart situations. And you're saying that's a dumb situation? That's a very, very dumb. Oh, no, I mean, your guys' situation, I don't know you guys. That could be you and all good to you. I don't want to say what his move was dumb. That's, he's a great guy. And he's very good looking and extremely tall. So he obviously he's very, very confident. But I, I just don't want to put myself in that situation. I would not want my girlfriend to be around her ex. I wouldn't want to put myself around my ex because I don't know what would happen. Like, you don't There's know. There's a reason that they're their ex. I mean, I don't like know. you would never get back with Shelly. Let me give you an example about Shelly. Shelly and I were getting in a huge fight 
towards the end of our relationship during the last week i was in australia and there's a girl yeah, i had a yeah, crush yeah. on for a very 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 a very, very 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 long time <laughs> to this day yeah and uh, <laughs> she asked me to hang out and get a drink or something like that something around those lines and it was like very hey hello and i was like oh shit this could happen yeah i'm across the country yeah time zone exactly and i was like and this is when we were fighting and i knew we were about to break up and i still said no because I, I'm like, I'm not going to put myself in that situation. Because having a few drinks, seeing a beautiful girl, knowing you and your girl are going to break up, just the math there doesn't add in a good scenario. And and I'm all about honesty. But here's the thing, dude. Like, if it was so easy to be an honest man, everybody would be a great guy. Because it's easy. Everybody could be a great guy. But when you have bigger responsibilities, bigger power, bigger money, bigger opportunity, you got to put yourself in better positions so you don't mess up. Because people mess up. Humans mess up. I know a lot of people that's cheated on their girlfriend or cheated on their wife, and they're great people, but they put themselves in a bad situation. I'm just trying to X my way out of that situation. I don't want to be there. Do you not trust yourself? No, I don't trust me. I don't trust myself. <laughs> the only person I trust is my Lord and Savior, and that's it. That's anybody <laughs> At else. At least you X. admit that you don't trust No, yourself. I don't trust anybody. Because here's the thing, man, like you're human, you have feelings deep down, deep down. If you look at any man, anybody, they're all pieces of shit. They're all, they're all sinning, bro. This is why we need God. Nah, bro. I'm a good guy. (laughs) Nah, you sin all the time. I see it. No, I do not. Nah, bro. You almost cheat on your girl a few times. I was there. Oh, relax. (laughs) It's a lie. Um, That is a lie. What the fuck? I wanted to address something, so I I, I posted the vlog. <laughs> what the fuck are you doing? I just pictured your ex reading it, be like, "What the fuck I'm doing?" Yeah, I don't even know why you said that because that never happened. Yeah, there you go. They uh, created you know, some now you create unnecessary fake drama, yeah, which we, you're so yeah, good. You're at, saying it's fake. Which I don't know which, if it's fake. Which you're so good at doing. Nah, nah. Dude, in our relationship, we'd always even like start arguments. <laughs> like, ah, oh, man, you're gonna let him do that? Oh God, I love <laughs> doing that. That's- George is an antagonizer. He likes to see things happen for his benefit of laughing about. Yeah, them. it's great. They pranked Kylie. Oh my! We were dating and made her cry. Oh, he thought it was the most hilarious thing. He's like, "Oh, Mark didn't tell you about that girl." Oh no! She's like, "What girl?" (laughs) Starts fucking crying. She's like, "What are you serious?" I go, "Oh, I didn't mean to make you cry. I was just pranking you. I'm sorry." And you think it's fucking hilarious? (laughs) It's so funny. You know what? People are commenting on my vlog saying you're a douchebag. That's great. Hi, I'm Arusha Pires, host of a new podcast called Investing with IBD. Here are a few snippets from the conversations that we're having. Facebook, you know, it's coming back. I was really treating it as a counter trend kind of stock. You have these really fast moving stocks. You want to have a little bit slower moving stocks yeah, also definitely. in your portfolio. What Bill observed after sitting through many market corrections is that the market will come down, but you need to wait a few days and see if there's going to be continued power. And that's where he came up with the follow through day concept. One of the most interesting things is, you know, utilities have actually been very, very strong over the last 52 weeks. The work that we've done on yield curve inversion suggests that after the yield curve inverts, over the next year, utility performance is actually not that good. Come join the conversation on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. <laughs> I'm glad they're, they're watching. Well, no, I want to talk about the comments on my vlogs because... <laughs> Here's what I don't understand. My vlogs lately, 
George says they've been better. All the comments are like, oh, these are so much better, so much happier. Yeah. This is this just goes to show you can't make everyone happy. I want to read some of these comments. There's these comments. Nope, something wrong with the last vlogs. They feel rushed and unnatural. And George's jokes, little big too far. Why does Live in Large look like you put so much into it and then this channel looks iffy? I literally sit down and fucking talk for an hour on this channel. You could not put any less effort into this podcast. I, You know what? Like I've commented really nice comments on people's posts because I'm like touched by stuff. So I'll, I'll comment. So I understand good comments. Yeah. I've never once been so mad that I'm like... That's it. Yeah. I'm going to let them know how I feel. Said, I've never I've never gotten to that situation where I'm like, yo, you know what, dude? You suck. Send. Like, yeah. I, I don't know how people get that upset about it. I don't me. get it because then you have those and then you have these vlogs are becoming amazing. One of the best vlogs ever. Oh, my God. I love your vlogs. It makes my day. I fucking love your vlogs. That was a dope vlog. Had a blast. Great friends. Like, you can't make everyone happy. For those of you leaving hate comments, this is what I got to say to you. Fuck you. Oh, wow. Oh, shit. There's no reason. Can I be honest for once? I'm a if, you don't, <laughs> if you don't leave a positive comment, what the hell's wrong with you? I mean, yeah. Like, why can why can you hate? I don't hate on anyone, bro. If I'm going to leave a comment, it's going to be a positive one or a sarcastic, funny one. That's funny. I mean, I don't know. I'm really cool with haters. I like them. Gets me going. But like, some I I sit down sometimes and comment back to haters because they they like, for instance, this guy's like. Oh, this certain this part is so stupid, and I'll be like, "LOL, that was eight minutes and forty six seconds of the vlog. Why do you watch that much and hate <laughs> that much?" And be like, "Like, oh yeah, you're I, saying like you watched this whole vlog." Yeah, and then you're yeah. gonna comment at like the last minute of the video, like, That's "Relax." I, you know I block people sometimes just to piss them off, just so they can be like, "Damn, this dude blocked me!" Like, oh, why do you what? block people? That's it's stupid. so funny. Yo, My I block would... lists are crazy, and I block people for dumb shit. Like this guy's like, "Oh, dude." His hair sucked. Oh, we're, we're, block. <laughs> <laughs> well, you, you really take offense to your hair. You love your hair a lot. Don't bring it up. Guys, keep in mind, I asked George. I said, let's do this podcast together, like host back and forth. Uh, I want you to think of some questions. Ask me, blah, blah, blah. Homeboy was just sleeping on the couch. I was out. I was 45 minutes. Out. And the whole time he could have been brainstorming. No, no, no. So I got, I it got, looks like I'm going to be uh, the head of this podcast yet again. I'm sorry. Is it living large with George Janko and Mark? I Donner, wanted to do it, it together as a friend thing. Like we did your vlog the other day because we got a lot of positive and I comments. Brought the, I brought the questions. Did I say, hey, Mark, you take it away? No, I didn't. Not your show. That's true. You've been stealing the show in my vlogs lately. Uh, I've been sick lately. The stomach bug's been going around. Had chronic diarrhea. George. <laughs> <laughs> Would you stop soaking the front row? This isn't fucking SeaWorld. Jesus Christ. Whoever spit acid over there is worse than what I'm doing. God, stop spitting out your water. You're turning into me. Yeah, Mark always spits water. Right Logan now. was sick. You were sick. Yeah. Trish is sick. Yeah. My other friend was sick. Mm-hmm. Jordan was sick. Oh, Everybody was sick. Everybody's been sick. Man, Justin was shitting his brains out for three days. If you guys have been sick, I think it's something with the universe. But I wanted to talk about one of George's biggest, uh, his favorite bands, um, Queen, the Jonas Brothers. Oh, they're the best. And the news, they're they're <laughs> the one of the Jonas Brothers says his biggest regret was Jonas L.A. Did you like that show? Which, who said that? I think the the lead guy, Nick. He said it was his biggest regret doing Jonas L.A. I never watched the Jonas Brothers. Did you watch that show? Yeah. Was it your favorite show ever? Oh, I want to say it was my favorite, but it was, said it was it a bad move. It stunted their growth. They should have never done it. Yeah, I, I can see that because they were they were like fire, and then they did a TV show, and it was. It, it, I mean, like here's the thing: when you're a band and you're pretending to be actors, of course it's gonna stunt because they're not actors. Yeah. But I, 
here's the thing. If they weren't the Jonas Brothers, I'd be like, that's wrong. I mean, I think it was a good show. How are they able to... In- it got canceled on Disney. <laughs> yeah. I think. How, I how are they able to come back so so hot? And everybody's the, like... The Jonas Brothers, bro. What are you talking about? That was my childhood. That was, every, that was a lot of people's childhood. And, dude, they weren't like a Disney corny band. Their music was sick. Me, you, and Logan used to bump their music at 1600. I, no, I did not listen I forced to you to listen to... Born to the wait, wait, wait. Don't sing, that. don't sing that. Don't sing that. Wow. I don't want to get copyrighted. I've been getting copyrighted on everything. I'm getting demonetized on all my podcasts. I don't know why. Apparently, if you put anorexic in the title, it gets demonetized. And you put the title of a fucking book, it gets demonetized. Oh, 100%. You have to. Yeah. Um, so, George, he uh, he asked me earlier this week. He was like, yo, man, I want to get a new computer. I want to get a desktop like you oh, have. Yeah, listen been, to this shit. This I've is been, editing on my laptop and it's just too slow i was like no wait dude apple's gonna announce soon that they're coming out with a new desktop it's gonna be sick it's gonna be so high tech apple announced their new computer and the lowest costing one is six thousand dollars and the best one's gonna be like thirty five thousand dollars are you gonna get one um the six thousand dollar one no why you don't really need a computer you don't really edit I, do, I started editing. I did. I did start editing, and it's annoying when it buffers, but, like, it's, I don't need a $6,000. i am not i am not Steven Spielberg. I'm not editing a movie. I'm editing a <laughs> vlog, and I don't even do anything with them anymore. I just put cuts and put them together. I don't go crazy on my vlogs anymore because why I'm just putting jokes after yeah, jokes. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I was taking away. Like, here's the thing. I have so much on my plate, and there was a lot of fans saying, like, why don't you post on YouTube anymore? And I have so much stuff that are behind the scenes that people don't know what I'm doing and I can't vlog it because it's not allowed that it's, it's, I was like, okay, I'm just going to stop vlogging. But then I started posting things like me and you in the kitchen or me and everybody just doing funny things and just copy and pasting them. Like just very David Dobrik style. David just kind of puts everything together and just uploads it. I was like, well, if he's doing it and it's doing well, then I could probably do that. And it's been doing really well. People really enjoy it. So that's why I don't need a $6,000 computer. I could, just, <laughs> I could edit it off my phone. <laughs> Why'd you start editing your own videos? Because you never used to do that. I, I just, um, I mean, I, I don't do them all. I still have our buddy, Justin, who's right over here, actually. Um, hey, Justin. He does a lot of them. I just started doing it just because my work slowed down on my end, and now I'm in the waiting stages, and I don't like not doing anything. So I'd rather put myself in work than just... And yeah. I can't just sit down and do nothing. Like well, I, ha- I started. So here, guys, I asked, actually I had an editor. I had two editors. I don't think I ever told anybody that um, that I had editors edited my vlog. So basically, I edited the first like sixty to seventy, and then I got two editors over in the UK. And the reason we got editors in the UK was that was when we started daily vlogging because it's so unsustainable to vlog every day and edit by night like tears your soul apart it tears, it tears you apart just vlogging every day period imagine editing so i had two editors start editing my vlogs and then most recently i think the reason my vlogs have been doing so well is because i started editing them again i'm editing two a week something that i can manage i can handle and it's like i don't know i my editors are really good it's just like my vision is my vision and i feel like that i need to edit them in, in order for them to succeed yeah 100 here's the thing everybody has their strengths you're you're really good at seeing it in your head and then bringing it to life yeah but my vlogs wouldn't be anything i was talking to my brother about this without you because you you bring the energy you bring the entertainment you bring the jokes and then my editing and my storyline structure and all that bullshit would like we're a team you yeah. know what i'm saying it like, kind of goes started it kind of goes back to how we started like we used to collab on shit i would see it in my head and you would have the idea 
and like you would have the performance. Johannes is FaceTiming right now. Should we should we answer the FaceTime? I think that's it. Johannes, we're we're on the podcast right now. Oh, hello. How are you guys doing? Um, you're rec- you I'm recording your voice right now. <laughs> oh, hey. <laughs> okay, cool. Perfect. Then uh, hit me up when you're done. <laughs> All right. Sounds good, man. All right. Later. later. You know what's crazy? We've hung out way more now that we don't live together. Yes. All of us. Yes. Weird. You know what it is? I really think it's because we're single. And I'm I'm being serious. I think it's because we have a lot of time on our hands now before we used to focus on girls. Yeah. I also think, I mean, for my vlogs, I'm going, I'm leaving the house more. I'm like making a point to go to person's house, person's house and hang out with people. My vlogs turned into this like formula where I knew what I had to do and I would just wake up, vlog in my house for fucking six minutes and then go do other shit. Now it's like, my vlogs are all over the place. Like, bang, he's at Daisy's, bang, he's at George's, bang, he's at Logan's, and then he's at Johannes's, and then he's there, and then he's at the beach, and then he's at my, his house. Like, they're all over the place. Like, I'm doing shit. Yeah. Always which like- I didn't used to do. And I think, dude, to be honest, we talked about this on your, like, um, YouTube video. I think I'm going to stay single for fucking ever, bro. <clears throat> I mean, not for forever. I think- no, not forever. All right, bet. Forever. I'll be single <laughs> with you. I think I told myself this, and I've told you this, the next time I... I let somebody in because there's there's girls that come into our lives like right now here's listen to george's fucking philosophy right now this girl tells him oh i just want to be friends like blah 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 he's he's pursuing her harder now than when oh no like any that's just the chase that's just the i'm I'm just all about the chase yeah but if she was like all over you'd be like "Eh." yeah 100 (laughs) percent. same thing dude why i I like the chase why does everybody want what they can't have I don't know, man. Ask Adam. He bit the apple. But <laughs> um, no, my thing is right now, I don't. But here's the thing. If she would have showed me any type of interest right now, I'd back away and freak the freak out. There's a, there's only like, there's probably one girl in my life right now that I'm like, I'll let in a little bit. But if that crosses the line, I'll probably be out as well. I don't want, because I know myself, everything I do is 100%. So if I fall in love right now, I'm screwed because yeah. I, I just focus 100% on that energy. If you fall in love again, are you going to include her in your social media? No. Oh Me my either. God, no. Absolutely nah, not. not but here's the thing. The next time I fall in love, I'm going to be in my 30s. No, no bullshit. I will not let myself fall in love. It will never happen. Even if I start... If What's I, your tactic? Because when I feel like shit's getting too close, I just ghost. That's exactly what I do. Okay, I'm cool. out. We're I'm on the out. same wave. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course. We're douche- we have to, bro. It's not yeah. that we're douchebags, bro. It's like, I already know where this ends. I give you the world. You don't take... You take it for granted and I'm out. Like, it's <laughs> fucking... I'm just... I'm skipping the part where I get my heart broke. And... And I'm not breaking their heart. We're not. We didn't start. I just left before it started. But what happens when you get this girl that you that said you're she, you're not going to get her and your friends? So when you do achieve your goal, what, nah, what I don't know what that, that is. I was just joking. I was uh, messing around. It's not an actual like. Okay, I'm going to pursue this, and I was just messing around with the boys. I was like, oh, now I want it because she said uh, we're friends. That that was just a joke. But um, but in reality, my ex, I dated her a year. Before yeah, that, way before, yeah, I dated her, and what did I say when I came back? I go, never talking to her again. That was literally the thing. I was like, oh, I'm never talking to her again. How did that even spark back up? We became friends. Oh, okay, we became uh, friends. Okay, and she got really mad at me. She's like, you really broke my heart. You never talked to me, and I was like, yo, I'm sorry. I just, I knew, I knew back then. I was like, I knew something could start up, and I didn't want anything to do with it. And she's like, it's okay. Well, now that I'm dating somebody, she was dating somebody. Okay. She's like, we could just be friends, and I was like, yeah. And then we Bet. were friends for a month, and then she broke up with her man. And then I was kind of like just chilling with her. And then we were playing basketball like every day together. And we would just be cute and flirty. And then one day we were playing basketball and I just looked up and I go, oh, fuck. 
I think I'm in love with you. <laughs> and then she's like, yeah, I think I'm in love with you. And then I literally asked her out to be my girlfriend on the court as yeah. friends. And then we dated for like months. You know what I noticed? Both girls you've talked to have just gone on to the next one like that. Yeah. Always. You know who I'm talking about too. I only dated... Oh, that girl's a psycho. She's gone I mean, on I mean, but the next girl, one. That and girl was next one. And the girl that the he's talking one. about wasn't like that. Wasn't how do girls do that, bro? That wasn't my girlfriend. That's exhausting, dude. I can't. I can't talk to anyone right now. Some people. I was have to Attach for, themselves to. That's not healthy. Of course not. I mean, dude, if you think about it, I would. I thought I loved my first girlfriend when I first moved out here. I was like, oh, I love this girl. Blah blah blah, and then. There was a girl named Carmen I dated when I was a baby. I hated that girl. Yeah, he doesn't like her. Um, <laughs> I, I like dated her like on and off for years. And I was like, I love this girl. And the next girl, I was like, I love this girl. And I really didn't know what love was until I dated my ex. Like mm -hmm. now I could still even say like, oh shit. Like I was really in love with her. There was times when we were fighting that I literally, I would, I would have panic attacks thinking like, oh shit. What if me and this girl end up breaking up? And then when we broke up, I was wrecked. I had to go back to Arizona. Like, I had two weeks off. I couldn't talk to anybody. Like, I was Damn. devastated. Love is when you put that other person first. And you know what the crazy and the shittiest thing about love is? The person you love may not always love you back. Because they might say they love you. But real love? Love that's real, like, really real, real You're going to go on some unconditional love bullshit rant. Uncon no, nah, it's not even unconditional. I mean, I don't believe in unconditional love. I believe love. Mom and dad, I do. Nah, I don't think that's unconditional, too. Because my father? father cheated on my mom, it'd be out. My mom would be leaving me in a heartbeat. You would hate your father? Nah, I wouldn't hate my father. I'd dab him up, be like, yo, what happened? What <laughs> happened, dog? Uh, but I wouldn't hate my parents, but th that's their own journey. Like, I, I grew up. I'm not, a, I'm not a little boy no, anymore. I'm saying the father to son, the, the mother to child, like, that's unconditional. Nah, I could scrub with my mom right now. She, she, she no, you would not. <laughs> nah. Yeah, I guess you're right on that. Ed. Um, that's well, unconditional. Well, here let's uh, let's talk in, about something that excites George. Uh, tell us about your new TV. <laughs> oh shit! Oh shit! It's about to be a brand deal. Uh, I was on TV. I was on TV. Uh, I was uh, sitting on Greg's couch, and I'm I, like, there's a few times in my life where I watch an info commercial, and I was like, oh shit, I need this. Before the commercial finished, I bought it. Like that's how serious it was. Uh, Amazon came out with this Alexa thing and wow, what a brand deal. Uh, <laughs> send me a check. Uh, and it's the, it's, you could talk to your TV. It connects to your entertainment system. So I'm watching this commercial and this girl walks in the house. She's like, Alexa, turn on my TV and open up Netflix. And the TV just opened up and Netflix popped up. And I was like, I was like, she, she didn't need to grab anything. It's just she voice command. I immediately went on um, Amazon and I bought it. Like, Why are you so into? Because I'm Iron Man. Things that do things themselves. Because when we lived at the house, George was like, "Yo, you want to go in on this uh, vacuum cleaner that vacuums on its own?" Buying it. What is it? That that's my housewarming gift when I move into my house. That's what I'm doing. I'm just I'm buying. George is like, "How can I make my life?" I just lazier. Like, <laughs> I like efficiency, man. You know why? Because if I had one wish and I could rub a lamp and they're like, you get one wish, it'd be that I could duplicate myself. So I could do more shit. You know how many times I'm like handling crap that I don't want to be handling and I'm like, dude, I could be doing this. So when this like vacuum is vacuuming, I'm not vacuuming. I'm not reaching for well, my remote. Honest, you never vacuum. I vacuum. I didn't vacuum in our house because it was so disgusting. <laughs> we had 900 people in the house coming in and out. I couldn't handle it. Did you see Amazon is, they're going to start delivering stuff in the next month or two with drones. You can deliver it to your that, house. That's in happened minutes. in Seattle. 
That's kind of fucked up. That's great. I love it. Why? Dude, someone's going to get hurt. It's going to drop a package. Know, They're going to run into each other. That sounds like some hippie shit. Like, oh, There's, somebody's going to get hurt. Who gives a shit? Teslas are driving themselves. Like, when is... Humans are just going to be non-existent soon. That's okay. I don't like a lot of humans. <laughs> I'm just kidding. You see Apple? We get, we get robots commenting, this is garbage, spam. <laughs> Apple's getting rid of iTunes. I think they already did. No. Oh, their new update. Did you see their update? Their update's sick. Why? What's, what's so sick about it? Oh, there's so many things. Like, for instance, there's, like, the Apple login, so you no longer have to sign into things. Oh, it signs in for you? It signs in for you. They give you other emails. So, you know how, like, other subscription stuff are, like, oh, put in your email here? You just put in an Apple email, and it'll, like, send a fake email to them, and it'll forward it to your real email. There's, like, a oh, lot of cool privacy that's shit. that's sick. Um, so you're not getting spam and shit? No spam. Um, there's also uh, the maps. Is like in like is like a higher quality. So if you're looking at maps, you can zoom in and see what the good, location looks map like. Sucks right now. Yeah, it's really good. Um, there, there, dude. There's so many things. There, there's a lot of things that I was like tripping out about when I saw it. Uh, and it's an update. I think it's the coolest update they've ever had. So Logan's having a party on Sunday. We're going. Yeah, and we have a party on Saturday. And we have a party on Saturday. Question to you, to you. Answer. For do you. you when you go to these parties in LA? Do you bring a piece with you? Or do you try to meet a piece there? Are you talking about girls? Yeah. I've never in my life heard you say piece. <laughs> ever. Where did that come from? I don't know. I was thinking like dime piece. Do you oh my God. I've never, that was, that was, I, I immediately, when, I don't know why I thought, I thought piece, I thought, I thought a gun. <laughs> and I was like, why would I need to bring a gun to, uh, do I, I never bring a girl to a party. Why? You ruin the opportunity of you meeting somebody else. I'm, I'm all about opportunity. Oh, so you're an opportunist. Yeah, of so course. that's why we've been fucking friends these whole time. Yeah, yeah. As soon as I hit the movies, bro, we're out. <laughs> Get to be on this podcast. Uh, no, yeah, I don't know. I've, I've always been like that. I've always been solo. But aren't you sick of LA girls? It's, it's like incestuous. It's, it's, here's the thing, man. It's been a while since I've actually like brought a girl home or like even yeah, we've been taking actually- a girl on a date. I can't remember the last time I took a girl on a date. I've been so focused. I do flirt. I'm a heavy flirter. I love okay. I love flirting. It's just fun. And I feel like it's entertainment. Like, I, feel like, I mean, dude, I'm the same way. We, you call it flirting, but we like we act the same towards dudes, too. It's not like... I'm going to go ahead and draw the line and say absolutely <laughs> not. Absolutely no, not. No, but I'm saying our energy we, level. Yes, for sure. But We're not like going out of our way to, to talk to girls. I haven't gone out of my way for a girl since my ex. Literally no other girl. Yeah, me either. I don't... I, it's been five months for me. Isn't that crazy? I, I just can't do it, man. I can't... I can't conjure up the feeling of me doing that again or like the courage of me doing that again. None of that. I, I, I black out. I you can't do it. You know what's crazy, dude? You've actually, you haven't been getting with any girls. I, I've literally probably, I'm not, we could put this on record. I've maybe slept with like two girls or 14. one girl. <laughs> we could put this on record. I've only slept with like 14 girls this 14 week. 14 girls this week. Uh, no bullshit. I think it's been like one or two. This year? This year. Damn. And like <laughs> when my track record in the past, that is completely different. Yeah, that was like a week. I, <laughs> you know what it was? Is like it, it wasn't anything anymore. Before when I first moved out here, when I first moved out here, none of these girls would talk to me. Not one. Yeah. And I was like, ah, shit. And then my personality was like, oh, this guy's pretty cool. But then when success came, now it was like, oh, shit, he has a personality and is successful. Then it started becoming like a little bit easier. So once it started happening, I was like, 
wow, these girls really don't give a shit about you. They really like give a shit about a status and if you can make them happy. So like I started realizing, I started putting things together. I was like, oh, this girl only hits me up when she has nothing to do or this or this. And I was like, okay, so I'm filtering out the bullshit. And And then once I filtered it out, the girls that I brought back were girls that got brought back by my friends or by some other men. So I was like, this is not something I'm proud of. And everything in my life, I want to do something I'm proud of. So when I first came out here, I used to be like, dude, my friends back home would trip the hell out if they knew I, I hooked up with so-and-so from this TV show, right? And then um, then it hit me. It's like, yo, so-and-so, I know her. And she throws that shit around like it's a high five. So it's really not that cool. And then once I realized, oh, dude, I started, I, I, I started hooking up with girls because of like, because I can if you if you understand if that makes sense i know that sounds very sleazy but you got to come from my point of view like i came from arizona where i used to only see these models or actresses on television Mm -hmm. so when it was presented to me i was like oh my god yeah i'll take it like any normal guy would but once i i was in the realm i was like oh this is really not worth it this is i want to find somebody i really care about and i'm gonna share that because here's the thing bro i don't want to catch anything or get a girl pregnant I feel like that's the scariest shit. George is the most paranoid person when it comes Wear to Wear a that. condom, pull out, say a prayer every time. <laughs> every single time, without a doubt, every time. Even relationships, don't mess around. You know why? Because I, not, not, this is a very, very touchy subject. A lot of people are about abortion and a lot of people are not about abortion. Bro, I'm the type of guy that if I got a contract presented in front of me that I've been working for my whole life for a movie deal that could change my life, and then a girl told me, oh, she got pregnant and I had to choose from a random hoe that I slept with at a club to raise my kid or this movie, I would have to raise the kid because like I, I wouldn't be able to turn my back on a kid. Mm-hmm. So that's why I'm like fully protected. <laughs> this is a true story. So everybody knows I'm very religious. And um, when I first moved to LA, I hooked up with a girl and my condom broke. This is the most embarrassing story I'm ever going to put out. I started crying. No. When she left, I started freaking out. I go, oh my God. Because you got to understand, when I first came to LA, this is when I started having sex. I never had sex. Yeah, like, yeah. In Arizona, I had Arizona one sex. So like, I had Arizona one sex. One sex, that's it. <laughs> it's kind of broke. I freaked out. I started fasting. I started praying every day. Like, yo, this girl. Because the girl wasn't like a girl you could bring home back to mom. Yeah, yeah. So I was like, oh God, please, 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 please don't let her get pregnant. And then I started panicking. And I was like, oh my God, dude, if my kids have her genes, I'm screwed. I'm going to have such a problem raising this kid. So I started. And then from that day. You immediately I, go worst case scenario. Oh my God, immediately. Now, now, I swear to you, Mark, any girl I hook up with, I have to be like, all right. All right. If I accidentally get you pregnant. Is it that bad? <laughs> is it that bad? So that's how I think, dude. You got to, dude, you got to be, you know why? Because our life is one out of a million. When people meet me, they're like, dude, I can't believe you're doing this for a living. Or when people oh, back home, yeah. they're like, oh, that's crazy. This one, I'm that guy. You're that guy. We could accidentally get a girl pregnant. We'll be that 0.1% chance. Well, that's what I mean. I mean, even when Steph and Jordan came out to visit, they were just like, damn, this isn't real life out here. It's not like, real life. LA is not a reality, guys. Like, no one has a job out here. Like, I mean, they do, but like in our world, New York, people are always working. Chicago, people are on the grind. LA, no nine to fives. I haven't seen anybody ever in my life out here be like, all right, I got to go to work at nine o'clock tomorrow. Never. I've never seen it, but they get up. It's a hard life because you have to be your own boss, but I've never seen anybody like, all right, I got to clock in. I feel like a lot of people figure it out out here. They find a way to figure it out. Have to. It's very cut. I mean, we did. I did. Like I slept on the 
air mattress, you know, I'll take what I can get out here. I remember that day you guys went to Bed Bath & Beyond to get that stuff. Yeah. That was crazy. Yeah, I can't believe I... That's why I get really pissed, bro, when I give people opportunity and they just blow it. Yeah. That pisses me off more than anything. I'm like, dude, you have no idea how good you're having it. Because if anybody like gave it to example, us... prime example, though, I gave Grady an opportunity, our old roommate. He fucking went with it, bro. Crushed it. He crushed it. He's got his own... In a year, he's living in his own apartment. He's making six figures, like, has a nice-ass job, bought a Tesla, like, leveled the fuck up in life. I just... But that's the one story out of everybody that's in our life. I know there's some people that... I mean, us, for example, with Logan, we took his opportunity and went with it. But here's the thing. Logan didn't hand us the opportunity. I didn't hand Grady the opportunity. Yeah, you did. No, he you, paid his rent. But you flew him out here, yeah? No. No? I mean, I gave him the opportunity to live. Oh, really? That's how it went? Oh, yeah. I thought you... Okay, then yeah. Then yeah. No. Um. Yeah. Like Trisha, I get on Trisha now all the time. I go, Trish, you gotta, you gotta get to work. Trisha's our, our, our assistant that's... Working for us, she wants to be a full time model and stuff. But I tell her, I was like, "Yo, you gotta." She's like, "Yeah, but I'm doing all this for you guys and this, this, and that." And I was like, "Yo, I slept four hours yeah, a day. Yeah. Four hours. You have no." I remember time. those days that I would like. You have to go through those like those grinds. You have to. And I'm even back at that stage now, dude. Like Same. editing my videos and like it, it comes, but we can handle it. Some people can't handle it. They get like they freak out. It's a humbling experience because I took a nap before we walked in here because I was so tired. Yeah, it's humbling because. I worked so fucking hard to get out of sleeping in Logan's closet and then I got my own apartment, all this stuff. And then this past year I was so comfortable and I took everything for granted. I feel like, and like now I'm like super appreciative again. Yeah. Like I, I enjoy the process again. And that's what Gary V talked about. He's like, if you want to do this career, you have to enjoy the process. You can't just enjoy the success and the outcome. It's all about like enjoying the things that like lead up to that. Yeah. Like I love sitting and editing like for example last night a girl wanted to come over and i was like yo i gotta edit this and like i you know last time i've done that i've said no to like never like i haven't done that. <laughs> i haven't done that since like back when i lived with logan like i would say no to people all the time sorry i gotta edit you guys would go to the movies and shit or do whatever i was like sorry i gotta edit i said no a lot um and that was the first time where like i like discipline myself last night. It was like, no, sorry, I have to edit. I think I just did that recently too. And I have to get up in the morning. And like, if you come over, I know we'll like sit and watch a movie and then I just won't be productive. Oh, I know what it was. It was a dietary like discipline. My friends yeah, went out. I've been struggling with that lately. You just got to get back on it. Once you get back on, you're good. Like, cause in the first you, week. You need a fire under your ass. Yeah, I, that was my thing when like well, me and Kylie broke up. I had a fire under my ass to get like fit, and I said no to everything. Yeah. I didn't drink, and I think now like, um, I didn't diet up because I had nothing to diet up for. I don't do things unless I have a goal for them. And yeah. now that I have that movie, I'm like, yo, shred up, personal assistant. Um, Trisha has to cook only the cleanest meals. I get stretched twice a week. Like I go, f that's what I'm saying about the love thing. Everything I do, I go 100%. I don't do shit half-ass. I'd rather be fat and lazy, but 100% of it. Like I'm ordering <laughs> pizza every single day and watching Netflix. Like if you're going to be lazy, be late, do the whole thing. Don't half-ass it. <laughs> like commit. <laughs> yeah. I'm trying to get back in the gym. I just moved guys and I've lived in my apartment for what? A week? Yeah. A week and a half. But in the first five Has days. Has it been a week and a half? No. Yeah, it's been a minute. But in the first five days, I got four complaints. <laughs> I got three noise complaints, and then I got a complaint about leaving a boxes from my moving in the trash room. I live in Koreatown. Do you think you're going to get kicked out? 
Yes. But I make jokes every time I go downstairs. Like the leasing office, um, I live in Koreatown. A bunch of Asian people live in my building. No one talks to me. They don't say a word to me. Like I'll say something to them and they just won't even... I've seen this happen. They won't even acknowledge my existence. I'm not even kidding you. Like I was... The other day I was at the pool. I was like, hey man, is there a... Uh, <laughs> I was like, hey, man, is there a bathroom up here to this guy that was up there? And he looks at me. He just just looks down at the ground like he didn't understand English. And I was like, bro, like, what the fuck? They hate me, bro. It's not that they hate you, man. Um, I feel like I they're, mean, they're about their business, man. And if you ain't about their business, they're out. They're well, like, I, I kind of like that they keep to themselves. I like how they're always up. Yeah, we go at the like the jacuzzi at two a.m. and they're up there like drinking kids. Stella's. Yeah, <laughs> kids are diving in the pool at two o'clock. You know, except I, was... I got a noise complaint at like nine thirty because I was being too loud. So they were trying to sleep. So that was early. Nine thirty. Yeah, nine thirty p.m. It was pretty outrageous. What? So I made a joke today. I was I was walking past the leasing office, um, and I dropped my water bottle and I just go noise complaint. <laughs> they died of laughter. The leasing office loves me. And so does like the front desk lady, but I don't think my neighbors like me too much. How many noise complaints did you get? Did they tell you? I've gotten three. How many could you get? Oh, they. Uh, I forget what the lady said. She was like, you know, if you keep getting these, like the next step we have to do is like call the police for a, the noise complaint. And I was like, the fuck? <laughs> Jesus Christ. Remember when you used to do that like back in the day? Sir, it's 735. What are you doing? <laughs> what? <laughs> living no back in the day you would get dude my next door neighbors back in ohio called the uh cops on us because our dog was barking what, you, what the dog's gonna do what the, the guy comes you <laughs> all right you won't get that noise complaint no more <laughs> what did you want him to do i don't know can we talk about how good that gunshot sound was <laughs> 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 I'm quitting uh, comedy Just going to sound effects I got nothing else <laughs> Oh man I had one more thing I wanted to talk about But you just Got it off my head Because you were it, Making <laughs> gunshot noises <laughs> Why do those sound so good? <laughs> Silencers Alright those are bad Okay well. <laughs> well, How much time are we at? 38 Oh, I think we're good. We talked about enough. George asked me enough questions, right? I could ask you a question. Ask me something. Is this over? <laughs> <laughs> uh, it is. It is. Thank you guys for watching and listening. This was a chill episode. This is very relaxing. Ho yeah. Hopefully this is your best one because then I could do more of these. these no, I feel like I, I liked it because it was just a normal conversation. We didn't really like... From now on, I'm going to talk like this. We didn't really have any excitement or any energy. We we're just chilling. George just took a nap. And this is like the real... This after is the real hour. us, yeah. It's like the after hours, Mark and George. Yeah, without tequila. Maybe and oh, some, I should get drunk for a podcast. And some pieces. Yeah, I should get drunk for a podcast. Yeah, you should get drunk and I should do sound effects. Like, whoa, 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 whoa. No, no. Leave a comment if you guys think I should get drunk and do a podcast. Anyways, guys, we'll see you next week. We get high, it's just this. <laughs> well, I don't smoke, so. On Living Large! Deuces! Hi, I'm Arusha Pires, host of a new podcast called Investing with IBD. Here are a few snippets from the conversations that we're having. Ah, Facebook, you know, it's coming back. I was really treating it as a counter trend kind of stock. You have these really fast moving stocks. You want to have a little bit slower moving stocks yeah, also definitely. in your portfolio.
What Bill observed after sitting through many market corrections is that the market will come down, but you need to wait a few days and see if there's going to be continued power. And that's where he came up with the follow through day concept. One of the most interesting things is, you know, utilities have actually been very, very strong over the last 52 weeks. The work that we've done on yield curve inversion suggests that after the yield curve inverts, over the next year, utility performance is actually not that good. Come join the conversation on Apple Podcasts, Kitcher, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts.